Hey guys, this is the Money Brew Show by DJM Design. I'm with Matt Schaup, and today we're asking the question, how do you travel internationally with business friends and still like stay alive and not kill each other or like do some weird stuff? So <laughs> how do we keep this kosher? How do we like do this, Matt? You're, the, you're, you're really good at this, and yep. he's got a lot to talk about with this specific topic. Watch more of our videos. We have intros to Matt's story. We have the painted baby story. We have uh -huh. so much coming. We have a new taste test that we're going to try. It's all about the money brew experience, South African, American merge and psychology and delicious. Okay, let's go to this question. How do we do this? Yeah, so uh, when, you tra when you travel with somebody, I've done a lot of traveling. We actually just took our entire leadership team uh, over to Spain for a leadership retreat uh, earlier this year in March. And um, when you travel with anybody, um, just be prepared to see them in a, in a different light. Um, traveling, mm. it, it can evoke a lot of stress. It, it pushes wow. people out of their comfort zone and just their, their normality. You might be in the, in the worst yeah. Uh, most stressful business situation, but it happens, and you know, like we, we paint the wrong house, yeah. right? We've done that. Yeah, um, we've really done that, but we but we know how to deal with that. But um, you know, somebody <laughs> somebody gets you know travel anxiety, and mm. you don't know that you don't know that they have that. They don't know that they have that. Um, you'll just you'll just see people in a different light. So be prepared and give each other some grace and space to to know that that's how yeah. things may be, um, and then just create time where it's okay to say, hey, I'm gonna just I just need to step away from. Not that they're doing anything bad, but like I just need some space. I just need to yeah. separate myself from you. Um, we found with this trip, setting proper expectations of like, here's why we're going over here. Here's what we're doing. Here's what we're not going to do. And everybody is expected to abide by this and and follow these you know these rules. And that's a that's a big thing too. Um, and then have fun. You know, yeah. like this experience for us, it was a once in a lifetime, and we made we made the most out of it. So you might uh, have. You know, I'm, I'm a planner. I'm a yeah. control freak. We've talked about this. Um, <laughs> and here was here was the plan and one day we just got pulled over here we had a totally different opportunity and, and at first i was like you know this, this wasn't part of the itinerary and the plan <laughs> but you know just just OCD. do it let's do it and it was one of the best things we actually had one of our adventures not work out because of weather and i'm like what are we going to do I'm like well we could try this over yeah. here that ended up being the highlight of the trip wow so, yeah cool hot tip right there man be ready to veer off i mean i'm ocd as well like i <clears throat> In certain aspects, I am like I, I need like there's certain things I like to be done in a certain way, and it's driven some of my success, but it's also challenged me mentally. So, yeah, yeah like your mental health, right? Like uh, I see that a lot with you, where you know you use your passion outlets like jujitsu, noko jujitsu, yep. yeah, in, mm -hmm. in in Loveland, and um, really embrace that because that's going to give you those mental outs, right? yeah. especially on yeah. a travel trip. You can yeah. go and do your passion thing. You don't have to do everything that, that's needed to be done. But yeah. next question that's a little bit different, kind mm -hmm. of fun. Most bizarre thing that's happened on your Spain trips? That, I mean, bizarre mm -hmm. is a weird word. <laughs> 
Yes. Yeah, so uh, back in 2012, my, my family and I, we were almost killed by, by gypsies. And let me, let me preface that um, the term gypsies can okay, be yeah. a, a derogatory term. Sure. Um, it's, it's the Romani, um, yeah. Romani gypsies, right? Yeah. So they're, they're like from a group of people who India, Eastern Europe, and they, and they travel, they travel around and they're, they're all over Europe. And um, I'm, a, I'm naturally a protector. I got bullied a lot growing up, so I will stand up for myself. I will stand up for somebody yeah. else. If I see something going on that's not okay, I intervene. So we're in a food court in a mall, uh, very similar to like an American mall. Yeah. And we're just sitting there eating in a group of teenagers, 14 to 17. There's six to eight of them. I don't wow. remember exactly how many. They're going up to people's table and stealing their food. <laughs> like, first of all, you're not gonna steal my food. Like, That's this is crazy. mine. And me and Emily were joking. I'm like, they're not gonna come steal my food. And then they they went from stealing people's food to assaulting people. So no. they they circled around a kid and um, he totally cowered and they just started, Ooh. like, they started beating him. Like, no. they started beating this kid pretty, pretty bad. That's bad. Um, and again, like, that little bit of that world, I'm, I'm in the self-defense world and I have no problem intervening. Yeah. So I got up and I went over and I just thought they were Spanish kids. I thought it was six, seven, just Spanish delinquents beating up another kid. So I walk up there and I'm like, why is nobody else helping? helping yeah. And um, they stopped and then they circled around me and somebody yelled like, hey, those are gypsies. Um, and you know, they're known for handling things a little bit differently in big numbers, big groups. Wow. But I'm surrounded at this point. Yeah. So I figure I'd like put my cards down. I need to Do go through with this. So yeah. I said, listen, you guys are gonna go and we exchanged some words and then they saw I was with Emily and the kids, and then they circled me and Emily no and the kids. Way. My wife's never spoken Spanish before. She knows very few words, and she knows just enough profanity. But I heard some really great Spanish profanity <laughs> from from my wife's words, and we and we okay. stood in front of these guys, and I said, "All right, we're gonna fight," and they took off. Good. And this little wow. Spanish lady comes up. She goes, "Are you German?" She goes, "You're not. From, I know you're not Spanish, <laughs> yeah. but are you German?" I said, "No, I'm American." And she goes, "Well, that's great that you Americans." Came and saved the day. She goes, but you know those are gypsies. They're going back to grab, you know, 20 more People. adults. Jeez. And she's like, they'll just come kill you. She's like, they'll just stab you and leave you in the parking lot. Wow. So she's Be like, careful. pack your stuff and leave. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like I, I get the point. So yeah, I mean, we literally, we get in the car, we drive out of the parking lot. As we wow. pull out, I mean, it's literally like a scene out of the movies. There's probably chasing. 40 just running down to the mall oh looking gosh. for us. So That is the um, most bizarre story I've ever heard on the show. It's bizarre, and I've got some other fun ones, but just yeah, when you when you yeah. leave the country, like there's just this just different change culture, yeah. different rules. There's just certain it's like a things different, you there's, there's different do and don't do. There's different respect levels too. Like when I take when I took my my wife to South Africa, it, when you drive in the car, you don't have anything out. Like you don't show anything because we have a big high smash and grab rate in Johannesburg, especially. But once you're out, you're good. Like I used my friend's car while I was there because I know the people, I know which roads to take, I know where to go, I know how to mm -hmm. do it. Most Americans who travel to South Africa get a tour guide and then they're set. Or they get robbed. Yeah, or they get robbed. <laughs> and you know, the, the stats on tourism, theft and killings is very low. Like I think it's just, it's like two people have incidents where that happened and it was like a hiking trip and they fell off. Mm -hmm. um, so, but yeah, just kind of be aware and like, yeah, be out there looking out for each other and know, know the ins and the outs of the locals. Mm -hmm. Ask the locals like you were saying. Yeah, know, know what you're doing, especially if you're going to step out of the normal. I mean, that was obviously stepping out of the normal travel environment yeah, and sure. cool. the day-to-day. -day. Yeah. Okay, next taste test, we're going to do biltong. Ooh, I think I've tried this. My favorite. Um, I think I sent you guys a gift one year uh, from my own homemade biltong beef jerky. It's a delicacy in my country. We have like stores where they sell all kinds of styles and tastes and 
we take it very seriously. The African culture makes it and so does the Dutch culture and the English culture. This one's chili lime, but I also have, I think chili lime is the best I've had. You just Let's take a do few, it. yeah. This is great for cycling and working out because there's no preservatives. It's only made out of eight ingredients and it has 32 grams of protein. So let's try it. Do it. Try this. This you can get on Amazon. There's a brand called Strive. There's also you can get it at natural grocers. This is good. Mm -hmm. This one's Kalahari. So you know the desert I was talking about? Where I died? Yeah. And had a voodoo spell cast on me. Right. Next time we'll take you with the Khoisan <laughs> people. <laughs> it's one of the biggest deserts in South Africa. It's pretty cool. Mm. Yuck to yum. One to ten. So ten. Yes. Good jerky. Yep. I knew we'd get a ten out of you. It just took time. This? This not so <laughs> You would make you you're you're dissing my Omar, man. My grandma. <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry, grandma. Sorry, grandma. Sorry, Wasn't grandma. good. <laughs> she didn't bake them good enough. Come on, man. Use the right ingredients. Um, thank you guys for watching. Check out the Painted Baby. It drops January 31st. Uh, and then I'm also doing a giveaway. 25 books. You have to comment and like and subscribe. And make sure your comment's in there. You know, ask us a question. Ask Matt a question. We'll swing it his way. And subscribe to his stuff. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And what do we always say, Matt? I always say what? Cheers, cheers. Cheers, cheers. Cheers, cheers.